everyone, and welcome back to Storytime with me, Sammy. Now, today's story is about a young girl called Mary and her father, who teaches her why we should respect all animals in this world, whether they are giant or tiny. This story is called The Little Tiny Thing. Shall we begin? The Little Tiny Thing Written by an unknown author, but edited by me, Sammy. Out in the garden, Mary sat sewing up a hole in her pocket handkerchief. And there came a little ant, running. Oh, he was in such a hurry, across the small stone table by her side. The sewing was not done, for Mary let her mind wander and never got things done. And at that moment, she thought it would be fun to drop her thimble over the little ant. Now he is in the dark, said she. Can he mind? He is only such a tiny little thing. Mary's mother called for her, so off she ran, and she forgot all about the ant that was underneath the thimble. There he was, running round and round and round in the dark prison, with the little horns on his head quivering, little perfect legs bending as beautifully as those of a racehorse and he was in quite a big fright as if he were an elephant. Oh, you would have heard him say, if you had been clever enough. I can't get out, I can't get out, if I can't escape I'll die. Mary went to bed, and in the night the rain poured. The handkerchief which she had left on the table overnight was soaked as if somebody had been crying so much. She went out in the morning to fetch it as soon as the sun shone. This is when she remembered who was under the thimble. I wonder what he is doing under there, said Mary. But when she lifted up the thimble, the tiny little thing lay stiff and still. Oh no, did he die of being under the thimble, said she. I'm afraid he did, oh dear. Why did you do that, Mary, said her father who was close by. He looked closer at the ant and exclaimed, Look, Mary, he moves one of his legs. Run to the house and fetch a spoonful of honey from the breakfast table for the little thing you starved. I, I didn't mean to, said Mary with tears in her eyes, but being quick to follow her father's instructions, she touched the honey in the spoon with a blade of grass and tenderly put a drop before the little ant. He put out a tiny tongue to lick up the sweet stuff. When he had gathered enough energy, he stood up on his pretty little jointed feet and started trying to run. Where is he off to in such a hurry, do you think? said Father. I don't know, said Mary softly. She felt ashamed. He wants to run home, said Father. I know where he lives. A little round world of ants under the apple tree. Oh! Has such a tiny little thing got a real home of his own? I thought he just lived anywhere about, said Mary, looking rather perplexed. Why, he would not like that at all. At home he has a fine palace with passages and rooms. More than you can count, he and the others dug them out so that they may all live together like little people in a little town. And has he got a wife and children and lots of little ants at home? The baby ants are born as eggs. They are helpless things and must be carried about by their big relations. 
There are father ants and mother ants and lots of other ants who are nurses to the little ones. Nobody knows his own children, but all the grown-ups are all kind to the babies. This is a little nurse ant. See how he hurries off? His babies are at home and must have their faces washed. Oh, father, cried Mary. Now surely that is a fairy story. Not a bit of it, said father. Ants really do clean their young ones by licking them. On sunny days they carry their babies out and let them lie in the sun. On cold days they take them downstairs, away from the cold wind and rain. The worker ants and the nurses, though the little ones are not theirs. They love them and care for them as dearly as if they were. Why, that's just like Aunt Jenny who lives with us and mends our things and puts the baby to bed and goes out for walks with us. Just the same, <laughs> said Father, laughing. Is that the reason we say Aunt Jenny, Father? You silly Billy, who taught you to spell? But it is not a bad idea. It would be a good thing if there were as many Aunt Jennies in this world as there are in the Aunt's little round world. Folks who care for all, no matter whose children they are. While they were talking, the little ant crept to the edge of the table and down the side, and he was soon lost amongst the blades of grass. He will never find his way, said Mary. He will be okay, darling, said the father. The ants have paths leading from their hill. They never lose their way, but they meet with sad accidents sometimes. In fact, do you know what I saw the other day? One of these small chaps, it may well have been this very one. He was carrying home a scrap of something in his jaws for the youngsters. As he ran along, a bird dropped a berry on him. The poor mite of a thing, this was worse than if a cannonball were to fall from the sky onto one of us. He lay under it, not able to move. Then, one of his brother ants, who was taking a stroll, caught sight of him under the berry. What did he do? inquired Mary. First, he tried to push the berry off his friend's body, but it was too heavy. Next, he grabbed hold of one of his friend's legs with his jaws and tugged until I thought the leg might come off. Then, he rushed about in a frantic state as if he was saying to himself, what shall I do, what shall I do? Then, he ran off up the path and in another minute, he came running back with three more ants. Is this a true story, father? Quite. The four ants talked together by gentle touches of their horns. It looked as if they were telling each other what a dreadful accident it was, and how nobody knew whose turn would come next. After this, they set to work. Two of them pushed the berry as hard as they could, while the other two pulled out their friend by his hind legs. When at last he was free, they crowded around as if petting and kissing him. You see, these little ant folks haven't worked out that it is love, love, love that makes the world go round. I shouldn't wonder if that ant teased you so thoughtlessly and has gone home to tell the news that there is a drop of honey to be had here. Oh, he couldn't, father. You just wait and see, said father. In a little while, back came the ant with a troop of friends. See, he has been home and told them the good news about the honey, said father. Do you think human children are as kind as that? 
No, they're not, said Mary. I don't call to the others when I find a good place for blackberries. Then, said Father, don't be unkind to an ant who is kinder than you, even though he is only a tiny little thing. The end. Well, doesn't that story just go to show that no matter how big or small or even teeny tiny an animal is, we never ever want to hurt them and they deserve our love and respect because they have thoughts and feelings and family and friends just like we do and we wouldn't want to see our family and friends get hurt and neither do the bees or the ants or the cats or the elephants because they love them just as much as we would love our family and friends. Well, if you enjoyed that story, please remember to like, share and subscribe for more story times with Sammy! Bye guys! <laughs>